You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Friday. Coming up, the bond report brought to you by Crow Bond Rating Agency, insightful credit analysis that drives the market. To learn more about their European expansion and to access their free ratings and research, visit kbra.com. All right, talk, time to talk a little bit about what's going on in the bond market. Kathleen Hayes with us, uh, Global Economics and Policy Editor here at Bloomberg News with the bond report. Uh, Kathleen, what are you watching on this Friday? Well, I'm watching a sell-off in the bond market, Carol. Uh, we've got the benchmark 10-year note down more than a half point. Uh, the yield's now up to 2.379, so we're almost at 2.38. Um, and we've got the 30-year bond down more than a point. That yields at 2.89. Now, this sell-off started on the news from um, Thursday that the Republicans in Congress cleared that early hurdle in their, you know, trying to pass this major tax overhaul. You know, you go back and forth on this sometimes. It seemed like we'd never get it done. But this, the Senate approved their budget res- resolution for the 2018 fiscal year. It doesn't mean anything about what's actually been passed or not passed, but that's one, a big hurdle. They crossed that. If we're closer to some kind of tax overhaul that would involve tax cuts that would be stimulative, okay, if you're trading bonds, investing in bonds, you figure all the things being equal, maybe you're going to lighten up because that could uh, make the economy stronger, maybe even encourage the Fed that it's okay to raise rates. Uh, and then beyond that, of course, oh my gosh, uh, the wild ride, the roller coaster ride on um, uh, Fed chair race headlines continues to be a big deal. I it's think, like all the, the apprentice Fed version. <laughs> Well, I like that. I like that. But, you know, obviously, President Trump's taking this decision very, very seriously. Um, and, Is he, though? Uh, Is he? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. He's had several meetings. He's taking his time. And I think he realizes, Carol, that this may be the most important uh, decision, uh, uh, right up there with Supreme Court decision uh, nominees, if he mm-hmm. gets to do those, um, that he'll do in this four years as president. So, yes, And, and I, I guess what I meant, I meant no disrespect to him. I, I just meant, do you think he is also talking to various mem- members of his administration? Are you hearing that he is, that he's really going well, kind of getting the full blue- picture so he understands the power of a Fed chief? I think he does. I mean, uh, let's face it, the guy was in uh, development and construction. Who doesn't know about interest rates if you build stuff, particularly in New York, right? Mm-hmm. That hits that hits uh, construction, that hits all kinds of things very, very quickly. So I think Donald Trump is well aware. And I think he must be getting to that this is something he's going to have to live with, this person, right? He's right. going to have to, you know, for the next four years. So it seems to me, and I'm sure his advisors, I mean, we, we've heard and our Bloomberg team has reported that uh, Mnuchin um, is the Treasury Secretary is pushing Powell. Um, our latest news also was that uh, no decision over the weekend, or pro- likely, mm-hmm. but that um, Taylor and Powell are in the running, right? Uh, Fox News has an interview that's going to air on Sunday where he said he was asked if he could consider bringing both John Taylor uh, economist, Taylor Rule guy, and Jay Powell for, right now on the Board of Governors, mm-hmm. uh, expert in banking, to the Fed, to the FOMC together. He said he likes them both a lot. He also said he likes Janet Yellen a lot. And he's going to make his decision in the next several days. Yeah, so much going on. Kathleen Hayes uh, here with a, a look at what's going on with the Fed and the global economy. We want to bring in also Carl Riccadonna, and we have a little music to kind of set him up. 
Now the race is on and here comes pride in the backstretch. Well done. Carl Riccadonna, Chief U.S. Economist at Bloomberg Intelligence. And just to kind of piggyback on what Kathleen was saying, correct, we heard from Sarah Sanders, White House uh, spokeswoman, who said that uh, he hasn't ruled out President Trump, that is, hasn't ruled out a number of options, but he still plans to announce his pick for the next Fed chair, quote, in the coming days. Yes. So he uh, leaves for his Asia tour on November 3rd. So that seems to be a kind of a soft deadline for him to uh, make the announcement. And he's met everyone at this point. So he really just has to decide what he is looking for uh, in that next uh, Fed chair candidate. So, uh, you know, I would say that, you know, there were some rumors late afternoon uh, yesterday that he was leaning towards Powell. Uh, and we saw the market respond the way you would expect if there was a, a dovish policymaker, uh, you know, a, either a Yellen or a continuation of Yellen, which I think Powell largely reflects that. Uh, and you saw that reflected in currencies, in the shape of the yield curve, uh, financials, uh, all across the board, kind of the expected uh, outcome. But uh, now today we find out that things are moving in another direction. Well, what does it really mean that they could bring John Taylor and Jerome Powell to the Fed together? Can you have two chiefs? Well, you can't have two chiefs. So maybe he's thinking of one being the vice chair uh, or, or, or something along those lines. But uh, again, I think they have somewhat uh, contrasting viewpoints. Mm -hmm. uh, again, Powell uh, thinks of the world much the way Janet Yellen thinks of the world, whereas John Taylor, he's he's not going to be a, a, a slavish adherent uh, to the Taylor rule, uh, but he has had a more aggressive stance towards monetary policy. He's been more critical of the accommodative policy the Fed has had in place over the last few years and really not a fan of quantity easing. So when the Taylor rules pointing into negative territory, as it did mm -hmm. uh, in uh, recent years, uh, that's telling you that cutting rates to zero is not enough. And if you're talking about a Fed chief who does not believe right. in quantitative easing as a policy tool, then that's a very troubling prospect uh, over the medium term when the New York Fed has published research saying that uh, policy could be stuck at the zero right. bound about 40 percent of the time in the future. Well, you know, strange environments, a crisis of the magnitude that we saw in 0708, you know, I'm sure makes many Fed officials and individuals who would not necessarily be supportive of quantitative easing saying, well, maybe we do have to have a bigger, uh, you know, I, I hope he's rethinking. It's a frightening yeah. thought. If you believe QE worked to think where we would be had we right. not used those three rounds of QE uh, back uh, at the end of the uh, Great Recession. Right, Kathleen. Crisis makes you think maybe out of the box. Oh, sure. And I think that most uh, in modern central banking now uh, is that this, this, this is a tool. Now, Janet Yellen, of course, has made it very clear that the, the Fed funds rate remains their primary tool. That's where she wants us focused. This, there, I think the balance sheet, I think partly because they don't want just too much focus on the balance sheet reduction. They want it to be boring, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one thing I'd like to just, uh, just back put a little bit, throw into the mix. I don't think uh, President Trump is necessarily proposing two, two chairs. Or, right. I think he was answering a question. And I think I agree with Carl. Obviously, he, you can have a Fed chair and you can have a vice chair. And potentially that's what the uh, Fox interviewer was, was thinking about when this question was asked. I don't think this is a plan that Donald Trump put on the table. Just to dovetail on those remarks very briefly, the, uh, the unwritten rule of the vice chair is uh, thou shalt not disagree with the chair. And if you have Powell and Taylor, right. those are two very different <laughs> individuals. Can I have a mimosa, a second mimosa on Sunday or is this news going to come out? I just want to know, guys. 
I say you can have your second mimosa. <laughs> I think Donald Trump is going to wait, and there's going to be a big announcement, of, and maybe who knows a rose garden ceremony. He's take, I think this. Yeah. Is, I think they realize that the Got White it. House is a big deal, and they're going to play it up. Kathleen Hayes at Bloomberg News, along with Carver Kadana of Bloomberg Intelligence. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.